Welcome to North Beats from North Beach. Your host today is Doreen Gunnels, and I am your interviewee. Last month, he and I were palling around over here in San Francisco for a little bit, and we were going to interview him, but he decided he didn't want to do that and decided to interview me. So today you get to hear a little bit about my music, so please enjoy Kizzle. Welcome to North Beats in North Beach. I'm Dorian Gunnels. We're here with Corey Luna. <laughs> what was your... Uh, again, because resonant frequency seems to be a central point. It's not... For, for me, it was the genesis. So what, where everybody's journey to there was a certain thing. For me, yeah. it was the start. But what was your journey? You said you knew Frank. N- well, I had met Frank uh, maybe at... I met Frank maybe in 20, I can't remember, it was either 2017 or 2018, I cannot remember the moment, because I got reminded by it by Facebook the other day. Um, I had just gone to... It's one of those like photos that pop up, and it's like, here's you in 2011. Something like that. So You I, were so pretty back then. I had gone to CorgiCon with my girlfriend on Ocean Beach that day. Did you say CorgiCon? CorgiCon, yes, it's a thing in that's, San Francisco. That's like SantaCon. That's like God, I love San Francisco, but it's, <laughs> but it's better because it's, it's not a bunch of drunk millennials. It's a bunch of people who love their dogs and want to share the We're love with millennials, everybody. by the way. Just, um, not according. I I'm a I millennial. Know. Like I I think I, I'm on the edge. I'm 33. Oh 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 fuck! I don't know you're I'm older. <laughs> I don't know. Like if I think you're closer to my age. Wrong. Yeah, it's. Um, Anyway. You the, are a proper millennial, then yes. Yeah. Because um, my girlfriend's only 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm the old man. But uh, that's okay. Um, but so we had just gone to CorgiCon because she loves dogs. Any dog she sees, she has to, she wants to pet. She can get to pet them all, but she gets to pet a lot of them. And, you know, that's her, like, I would say her true love in life is, is a, are dogs. And mm-hmm. I'm second. Although I'm a close second. <laughs> well, you know what? There, there's a, it's okay to know your spot in the hierarchy and be okay with that. You know, you know. I'm, I'm second banana. Totally. And you know what? You can't always be first. It's okay. It's okay. But uh, we had gone to CorgiCon at Ocean Beach, and I said, look, I'll take you to this, but after this, I'm going over to Robot Speak for Church of the Super Surge because I want to check it out, and it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I finally made it over. Frank's one of the first guys hanging out there. Wait, so um, church was like an explicit thing you went to? Yeah. Okay. I wrote, I wrote I've only ever stumbled on it. Um, I used to hang out around hate because like I'd go to like Amoeba and stuff like that. Sure, like, yeah. And I remember passing this place and I'd hear the noises and stuff. It's like, oh, that looks cool. I wonder if I can just like go in. Yeah. Know, because like, you know, ask forgiveness, not permission kind of thing. I had no idea it was a shop. Had no idea. I didn't even play synthesizers back then. Like, it was purely guitar and bass for me. Oh, wow. So, I just thought it was cool. And I saw a bunch of people just, like, blaring on this, like, patch bay kind of thing. I was like, that's fucking cool, right? Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's cool that you knew about it beforehand. Like, it was a thing you went to. I knew about Robot Speak back in 2003, mm-hmm. 2004. Because at the time, I was actually in a band that 
that I was in a, in a synth band mm-hmm. back in like 2003, 2004, uh, maybe 2000, up until about 2005 is when we, you know, we, I, I kind of left the band. And I was only with them for maybe two years, but I was kind of a late addition. They had already been around for a couple of years. You in like punk bands, right? Uh, I played in a, a metal band, a goth band, and a synth band. That's cool. Even though, like, you know, my my roots are in getting into music are very much punk because mm-hmm. my buddy who got me into playing music was a drummer and he said, I need a bass player and I want you to do it. So I just picked up the bass and started playing. Mm-hmm. So it was very much a punk thing at the time when we when we all first started playing in high school. Yeah. But from getting back into how I met, how I got back into uh, the synth community was... Pretty sure it was 2018, because I spent 2017 mostly in recovery and just in this room by myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I had my open heart surgery in 2017 yeah. in March, so I spent five months at home, not even at work. I was I was on medical leave just to not do anything. Mm-hmm. And so I decided, I premeditatively in, tw- in December of 2016, decided I'm going to get back into playing synthesizers. I have all my equipment from back in the, back in the day never sold any of it so I still have it all so I've got all my stuff and I can just get back into it I just need to set it up so mm-hmm. came into my room here and I, I got you know the the dual uh, keyboard stand so I can have two in one stand how mobile is, were you um, I could walk just fine but I couldn't lift anything over 10 pounds after my surgery and that was you know uh, doctor's orders after yeah. open surgery you're not allowed to lift anything over 10 pounds and basically I, I bought a bunch of, you know, like, um, Acapulco shirts because I could not lift my arms over my head at the time. You know, for five months, I really couldn't. Um, yeah, that's... It's, so. it's, it's all those things that you, you take for granted. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, it, it was, you know, it was an ex- definitely an experience to be happening as an adult because my previous surgeries were all in adolescence, so... I don't. I have less memories of it. So ha- back in twenty seventeen, I remember it extremely well, and it, it was something that really affected my life. And it's been over two years now since my surgery, mm-hmm. and it's been wonderful because it's it kind of gave me. It was kind of a refresher. I was able to kind of put myself in a different perspective and reflect on what I've been doing currently, and decide to make some changes. And I think the best thing I did was get back into music. And once did I got, you try guitar first? Like, not oh, really. I kind of knew exactly what I wanted to do. Like I, I, I knew I wanted to do synthesizer music. I knew I wanted to do modular. I wanted to get into Eurorack because I remember hearing about it back in two thousand three, but not really. <clears throat> but I never got into it. Like I got when my, did Eurorack start? It was like the nineties. Uh, it, right? it was like ninety five. Yeah, yeah. That's when um, Dope for really came about in Germany. Yeah. And but it's slowly it's been slow built. So that that two thousand three mark means it's it wasn't this like established format. It was yet. yeah not or really. like everybody's making a Eurorack module. Yeah, or, like it was around, but it wasn't as widely popular as it is now. Yeah. And so by twenty seventeen, I knew about it, didn't know a lot about it. <clears throat> had my synthesizers like you know had my SH one hundred one my TRS six hundred six from the day. Still have those, and I and there's still big staples to my to uh, my my sets. I love mm-hmm. those things, and from there I decided to start doing my research. So for five months I just researched all these different modular companies, got to know who these companies were, started get on Instagram. Then. Like make noise wasn't a thing. 
or yeah, it was. In two thousand three? Oh, not in two thousand three. No, I'm talking about twenty seventeen. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So by twenty seventeen, I'm doing my research because I'm now putting a lot of time into doing the research and learning about it because I have the time. I don't have to be at work, so I don't have to worry about that. So a lot of the, a lot of my downtime, I'm researching, learning about you know folk tech and mm-hmm. make noise and thonk out of England and all these great synthesizer companies that are doing these wonderful modules and 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 uh and then I said okay started looking around and thinking oh yeah robot speak is a thing and and they're the only synthesizer shop in San Francisco they're the only one so I start going there more often and so going back to I think early 2018 I go over there for you know church of the super surge I don't remember who was playing at the time I just remember seeing a couple of guys hanging around. I talked to a few people, and it was it wasn't easy to talk to people at the time. Like not a lot of people were really that social. I remember Frank because of his accent <clears throat> and that he was like one of the few people who was like willing to talk about it really, because mm-hmm. everybody else is just kind of like standing standing on the sidelines, just kind of watching the performance, not really chatting about it. So it took me a little while to really get into it, but once I started getting into it, and I, I called up my buddy Lenny Hammaker, who you know, and say because he and I were in a band together back in back in two thousand four two thousand five, and I go, hey man, um, I'm getting back into synthesizers. You want to play? He goes, yeah. Was he in the synth band or was he in like the the, the gothy pump synth? Pump he and I, he he and I were in the synth band okay. called um, in a band. I had quit playing bands. I was focusing on my degree in photography, and. You know, and music was kind of a sideline thing. So they brought me in, and then. How did you meet Lenny? Lenny, I met through, uh, through uh, Red Youth. He was a he was already a band oh, member. Okay. He was he was a, he was one of the founding members of, of Red Youth. Yeah. So he was like eighteen at the time, you know, young kid. I think he was like just finishing high school mm-hmm. when I met him, and so he was really young at the time, and and he was one of the guys that, through my experience with that band of the two years I was really with them. He was one of the few guys that always had a hundred percent heart in everything he did, and I never had an argument with the guy. Like out of every band member in that band, he was the only person I never had an argument with. He's a chill dude. To the to this day, I've never had an argument with him. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting to think about like that because I've known him a long time now. We've never had an argument, you know, and we have a great time. We always have a great time, and he's always up and willing. If he's got the time, he's ready to go, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll jam. Like we've done jam sessions in here over the past two years, and it's been fantastic. You know, the first time he and I went to Resonant Frequencies together, because Justin Parry told us about it, because you know we got together and we started jamming, and we're like, oh, let's put a band together. It's just you and I, we're imitation growth, and we're doing this thing. And Justin goes, Justin hears our stuff. He goes, dude, come with me. I'll show you Resonant Frequencies. And so we go to Resonant Frequencies and we play a show, and we had a ball. And we're still working on our first album. It's still blowing my mind how connected all this stuff is. Because, um, so I know Justin through, um, so uh, a girl that I went to college with, she lives out in Berkeley. And uh, her husband went to college with Justin. Hmm. And uh, so I, I, I knew the couple. It's like, oh, you should you should totally meet my, you know, my buddy Justin. It's like, we hung out a bit. Um I, I gravitated towards him a lot. Like, I think he just kind of lives this, like... At least at the time, a very, like, almost, like... I wouldn't say carefree, because that makes it sound like he doesn't care. 
but it's like he's he's a really relaxed kind of person, and in a way like you know in a way that I'm not. Yeah. Right. So I was like, I I need more people like that in my life. So I started hanging out with him, uh, and then the the resonant frequencies thing started totally separate, and I told both Colin the the husband and Justin about like, hey, you should, there's this music thing going on, you should come, <laughs> and and I think Justin more so than Colin even. Uh, really, really dug it, and I think he was running sound for it for a little while. Yeah, oh, that sounds that sounds like and him. So uh, it's it's crazy how that uh, it's all connected, right? And you know, I know I know Justin through Lenny too. So mm-hmm. like when we were doing Red Youth together, I met him. We didn't really know each other at the time, but in like two thousand five, we were working with this guy Brian Gibbs, and he was a sound engineer, and he had an apartment in San Rafael, and we would go to his house to record our music. We had all of our stuff stored in his apartment and we did, we, we, in this one night, we did all these different samples of songs we wanted to make, like, like 10 different, like shorts, like, like less than a minute each, like Mm -hmm. 30 second samples of different songs we wanted to do. We all got together in, in Brian Gibbs bathroom, which was tiny. And there's like six of us. And we put this. Do I know Brian? I doubt it. Okay. I don't know. I mean, he's still around. He's in the East Bay. He's no, around. no, I'm just, if it's someone I've run across. Or... Honestly, I don't know. I haven't seen the guy since maybe 2016 or 2015. Okay. He and I ran a, he was playing, he was doing DJ one night at the Cat Club, or Cat Club or Glass Cat? Maybe it was a Glass Cat. I forget now. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in San Francisco. And he, um, I think he had invited, you know, me and some other people to go check it out and I said, hey, man, uh, I'll go if I can take pictures. And he's like, yeah, okay, come on, bye. So, so I took pictures for the club. It's funny you say that. Like, <laughs> photographing an event leads to, like, more participation in that event than you think it would. People are so jazzed when you say, hey, can I take photos? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you can. It's great. I mean, for me, it's a selfish act. Like, honestly. Because, like, I'm just like, no, I want to I want to take a cool photo, and you're wearing something cool, so, yeah. boom, there you go. Like, I'm going to do this anyway, so just let me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you have no choice in this. Yeah. No, it's, but it, it's it's definitely this moment of, like, especially during these performances. Like, again, the Resident Frequencies thing, it was a buddy of mine at work. It was like, hey, I'm friends with a guy, he's, he's running a thing, it's a, like a maiden voyage kind of deal, um, do you want to go? I was like, yeah, sure, I had no plans that night. Uh, and literally in my bag, I happened to have my camera and I don't even remember why, <laughs> but I had my camera and I just started again, no permission. It's all forgiveness. Right. Yeah. So like, I just started taking photos and it was uh, Kevin running it. He was yeah. just like, Hey, can, can we use those photos? He just saw me running around taking photos. That's cool. And I was like, sure. If I can go up in the rafters. Because I want a cooler photo, <laughs> so I was like, "Sure, you know, it's, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours." Yeah. So uh, I, 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 he said, "Yeah, sure, do whatever you want." So I went up there and I got some pretty cool shots. I mean, in in hindsight, like the lenses that I had at the time and all this stuff, they they weren't suited for the venue and all this. And yeah. it's, uh, I would never post them again anywhere else. Again. <laughs> but it's, it, at the time, it was just this moment of like, "Hey, I'm capturing something. Why not?" And then he mentioned, he's like, hey, we're going to be doing this again next month. Will you come out? I was like, yeah, sure. It's more opportunity to take photographs. 
five months later I'm performing there. <laughs> nice. And it's you know, and then you know I moved, and then like it's blossomed into this big thing. Uh, and then again, speaking of photos, when I was leaving, there needed to be somebody else to take said photos. Matt Bidolf. And I know Matt through uh, um, both of our partners know each other. Do they? So it wasn't even oh, Ariel. Me and Matt. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I know Matt because of Ariel, not wow. because of like we're in we, we roll in the same circles and all this we yeah. do but we just never cross paths right and it was literally I was about to move and someone reminded me it's like you should really meet up with Matt and I was looking for an excuse to meet up with him <laughs> and I was like hey I hear you do this thing and you know because he plays modular as well sure. I was like, hey I oh, play yeah. modular too and it's it was such a flimsy reason to meet up with somebody. <laughs> and luckily, he was like, yeah, sure, I'll meet up with this random person. Why not? And He's a nice guy. He was amazing. And uh, I found out that he takes photos. And in the moment, I asked him, he's like, so there's this thing. Would you be willing to, like, photograph for it? I actually had no idea if he was any good. <laughs> Turns out he's really good. fantastic. He's really good. He's the the funny thing is I, I got a message from Kevin about two months later. It's like thanks for the trade up, man. You don't have to come back. because <laughs> <laughs> he Matt's so good. He is. And uh, honestly, like at the last show, I was just like, you know, I, I realized that I'd never gone to a resonant frequencies and just enjoyed it. I'd always been photographing yeah. because eventually it started as a, a cool opportunity to take photos, and then it's an expectation. Yeah, right. It is. So and, and there's. I've never felt pressure externally, but like I've felt the internal pressure of like, no, nah, I gotta yeah. take photos of every single act. Like even if I go outside and I hang out with somebody during another act, I need to make sure that I run in at least snap some shots of them. Yeah. Because who knows if they want to use it for like an Instagram thing to promote whatever. Yeah. Um. But that was the first time I was like, oh, there's another photographer here, and he's really good. He's got full coverage. He's fine. I'm just going to sit here and enjoy the music for once. Yeah. And it was awesome. And I totally get why people just go for the music and not because of some selfish reason to take photos. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, again, it's, it's amazing to me how connected all this stuff is. Uh, just the, again, the, you, you and Lenny and then Justin and Matt and like all this stuff. Yeah. It's funny because we did, um, so Justin and I, Justin, Lenny and I back in when uh, Lenny and I were in, in uh, Red Youth, we did, we're at Brian Gibbs' house, his, his apartment in Santa Fell, and we're in the bathroom, and we're, we all were singing, seriously, like Gregorian chants in the bathroom. Like a sound booth? Yeah. You were just, like, chilling in the bathroom? We're using the bathroom as a sound booth. Okay. Oh, yeah. The acoustics. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, was, it was fun, man. You know, we, there's, like, a sound sample of it in, a, like, a 30-second clip that we used. I'm just totally picturing you guys, like, like bunch of people at the urinal and just like one person busts into a Gregorian chant the other one like, like joins in it, it's, it's more of like here's the microphone in the center and we're all crowded yeah. around in this like extremely tiny space yeah you know but it worked it was fun that's cool uh do you want to head out soon yeah we should probably head out yeah yeah <laughs> well Corey thank you for joining me on North Beats and North Beats <laughs> <Thanks, man. laughs> Oh, it's a pleasure. It's so funny. You have a killer setup here, man. This is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I, we haven't even turned anything on yet. Well, no, I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I mean, because, like, for once, I'm familiar with most of this, and it's, 
This is super cool. Like, take, I like go the... take a look at the module. Man. There's all kinds of cool stuff around here. Like the, the this is the newest. Wait, so yeah. I've never actually seen you performing with this. Brand new, brand new. The whole modular, like it's so so so. In two thousand three, you were like, I'm thinking about your rack, and in two thousand nineteen, you finally pull the trigger. <laughs> I, it was actually I started building it in twenty eighteen, and mm -hmm. and I didn't really start or uh, yeah I really started building in twenty eighteen. That's when I really first started putting Josh is things be together. Disappointed. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those like polarizing like but it works so I well love it. i love it, it works so, so much. well yeah like, I, you know lenny okay so i bought cloud from lenny and i bought renee from lenny because is this the the new one or yeah that's a new one so i want i want to play with this okay yeah uh so lenny was like i'm not really turning it on we're, we're i'm not really digging the the clouds i'm like let me try it because I've been listening to it for a long time. I want to listen. I want to hear it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay. And then I play around with it. And within like the first session or two, I'm like, I'm into it. Well, Let it, me buy it. It, it took me, I mean, no kidding, six, nine months to not use it just as a glorified reverb. Right. Because it can do more than that. But like in, in I actually, I played a few sets where it was literally... I would I would use it as a delay slash reverb. Yeah. And it's you can do that. It's not meant to do that, but you can do that. And that's not with like some parasites thing or anything. It was just like that's yeah. just the normal clouds. Oh, and the way parasites is in there. Yeah. It, it is parasites. Which which uh, mode do you have it on? So oh, I'm actually more interested in the Renee. Yeah, good. Oh, that's not plugged in. That's so what I don't I don't know anything. Like I've never actually used a Renee. So. I'm still learning it. So what's our sound? Ah, damn it! I was gonna say, do you want a Rosie? Yeah, I have a Rosie. I have some <laughs> modules. I, I I posted to the Slack group. Um, if any of those modules look appealing to you, I'll let I'm, you know. I'm I'm back and forth on whether or not I want to sell them. Oh, that's why. Um, Understood. Rosie was actually really good. So I bought mine from Kevin Friedrichsen. Yeah. And oh, that's the... I was wondering where his went. Yeah, I, I had bought it. And... and it was, what does he use now? I don't know. But it's funny because he was saying... He, <laughs> I think he goes DI from the clouds. I, I saw him at... So I went out to Res Freak a couple of months ago where I wasn't even playing. I was just an audience member, just hanging out. Yeah. He's like, dude, um, I kind of regret selling it to you. If he wants one, he can buy mine. Okay. Because it's, uh, I, honestly, I go direct out from the clouds now because I go from the clouds to the Octatrack. And clouds is perp for that, too. I mean, it, there's no, the reason why I had the Rosie mm -hmm. was to be able to have a final volume knob for the entire module. It works really well for that. And then and you can also have your headset at the same time. I never used it for that. And then you can do have the sends and returns. It's which is yeah, great. no, there, there's so much of that module that I didn't use, which is a reason why I've now gotten rid of it. Yeah. Because it's like it's a decent like what is it eight eight HP, so it's it was eight. enough that I was like yeah 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 it was enough that I was like I'm not using the full potential of this thing. Yeah. Like and I can totally see like in the way that it was meant to be used, fucking powerful. It is. Um, 
I, I just wasn't using it that way, and I had to really recognize that. When, also, yeah. I, I'm just gonna, I'm totally gonna make an observation here. Yeah. You are a guitarist. Because you had arranged <laughs> your modules from right to left. I did. Which is the way you organize your guitar pedals. Yes. <laughs> I, I, just, I didn't expect yeah. that, actually. Yeah. That's a good observation. I did not, I didn't see until you You are a guitarist. It. I did the left to right thing. Uh, that's just the way my mind works. But, yeah, no, like, I don't know at what point in history someone decided, you know what, we need, we need to have the input on the right and the output on the left for all these effects. And so you make your, your effects chain from right to left. Play around, man. Yeah. It's not a big... Yeah. It's already patched. Plug, unplug it. You, you don't have, like, a thing going? I don't want to undo your, your jam, man. Check. Check. Oh, where's this? What is this? Oh, this is a CD mic. Oh, my God, mic. we're never going to go to front show. This is a CD mic. What time is it? Because we're totally going to, like, not go to his show. It's six. Oh, we should go. <laughs> we Fuck. should go. All right. We okay. Gotta go to so ne next week, we're going to jam. I'm going to try to bring some of my stuff. Check one, too. There, let's uh, make this easier. Just as an example. This is cool. Check one, two. That's not working. Got the Minotaur? Do you, do you play it? Do you? Of course, oh. of course I play it. I was playing it the other day. Are you interested in a work stop? The what? Uh, so Moog made a single oscillator. Kind of, it's, it's a Mother 32 before it became the Mother 32. Oh. Um, it's a single oscillator kind of thing. You can uh, DIY onto it. You can solder on it. Um, What's it called again? It's a workstop. It, they started it with the. Uh, what is it? Yeah, you can probably just Google it. There we go. Check, check one two. This is my one way. You know, I did too. I did too. Yeah, for maybe for the same reasons. It was Check. One, two. Good. I, I. Check. I've never boycotted someone for a cause until I heard about Check. all the shit with them. You know, I don't know any of the gossip about them. I just know that um, they're just not that reliable in terms of a company. Oh, I didn't even care about that. It was totally just like the, it was this like weird misogynistic gossip. stuff and Check. like just the stories that I heard was, yeah. uh, it, it's funny that I can't think of anything specific other than like I get this visceral feeling of like, oh fuck them. Except yeah. Rails, if you're trying to DIY a box for yourself, yeah, um, they, they have some of the best stuff. So yeah, for DIY stuff I agree, Yeah, but overall like that's the, really the only thing I use from them. And, and I still get their emails, but I don't really care. I don't know what to say about them. I mean, it's like, as much as, like, they, they make some cool stuff, they're, they're fairly innovative. Check one, two. Yeah. I just, they're the only synth company I've ever boycotted. <laughs> like, explicitly. Check. Oh, man, you know... Modular is one of those things. Does it work? It feels so. Sometimes it doesn't. Well, I mean, we're we're not 
If I, I guarantee you, if we started from scratch. Check. There you are. You have to hold down. Okay. All right, go ahead and talk hey. into it or do whatever you want. Hello. You get the what? You get the rate. The rate? Well, it's kind of cool, is if you turn it up, you can change the pitch of your voice. Your voice can go up or down. Way down. Really down. <laughs> oh, no, I killed it. Hello. If you go too far, oh, it's too far. <laughs> Feedback. No, I want that. Yeah. Right. I didn't patch this, so I don't know what to go for. <laughs> I didn't patch it, so it's... Yeah, it's gonna do some weird shit. I was gonna go for like a filter. Or, <laughs> it's like, oh shit, I have no idea what I'm doing. We should go to Frank's show. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> like, we're gonna spend all night on this. Dude, uh, I don't know. Are we still recording? You are, yeah. We are still recording. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Corey. Do you have a sign-out? Do you have, like, a... Um, actually, you know, the sign-out is always the music. Can you hum it? Do you know your own music? Oh. Wait. Oh, do you have it patched? Okay. You've been listening to North Beats from North Beats. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. You've been a wonderful audience. Come back soon. We miss you. We miss you very much.